What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there? Man, it feels so good to be back speaking with you guys today. This is TJ with another episode of The Soapbox. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Whatever time it is that you're tuning in to The Soapbox, I want to say thank you so much. I love the support. I love the love that I'm getting from everybody that's listening. I've gotten into a lot of conversations with people in the last couple days, and I really appreciate all of the support that I'm getting from you guys. So with no further ado, let's jump into the next episode. All right. So here we are, the end of the clan. And I guess this is kind of where I give my final thoughts. So this is probably not going to be as long of an episode as the other uh, different parts to this series. I just want to make sure that I clarify a couple of things in this episode. So first off, I want to say that if you're somebody who's listened to every single episode and you've watched or rather listened to the journey from the beginning all the way to where we are now, then I want you to understand that that is just a glimpse into what we all experienced while we were inside of this organization. I can only imagine how long it would take for me to give a detailed description of all 10 years that I was inside of the clan. And then to be able to kind of reach out to other people that were involved and actually be able to bring that information back to you guys would take forever. So a friend of mine, um, another gentleman who was inside of the clan, reached out to me and he asked if I had ever thought about writing a book about this situation. And I told him that I had started, but I kind of fell off. So he kind of gave me some encouragement. So I think what I'm going to do is from here, I'm going to actually try to develop a full book about our time inside of the clan. So you just keep your ears open and your eyes open. And sooner or later, I'm sure that literature will pop up and you'll be able to read a little more detail about what all we went through. The next thing I want to make sure I make clear to you guys is this is no fairy tale. The people who I am talking about are alive, are around. Um, Some of them I have actually reached out to and attempted to try and get a round table together, which is something that I'm probably going to do in the future. Um, kind of get a, get us all together and uh, actually do a podcast episode where we all kind of talk and share our feelings and emotions and what went on while we were there. But also, there's a few people that I have discussed in the podcast that I talk to every day. Some of them are uh, great friends of mine. Some of them are great associates that I have uh, talked with for a while. But there are a few people that I've mentioned who did not come out on top of this situation and i just want to you know take this moment to give my most sincere apologies to those individuals who did not make it you know a couple of guys that were inside of the the clan are in prison now because of the choices that they made after they got out and i am one of the people who feels like they're mental state was altered by the clan so i can't say 
that all of their choices were choices that they would have made had they not been exposed to this organization. You see, it's really easy for us as human beings, and we do it all the time. We look at the decisions people make, and we want to paint everything with a really broad brush. But sometimes there are a lot of circumstances that change the way people view the world, the way people view situations. And though these individuals made choices that they could have made in a different direction, I really truly feel like their time inside of the clan altered how they viewed these situations that they were in. Now, my reasoning for saying this is because in all actuality, I see the way the clan's training and doctrine altered the way I saw and sometimes still see the world. You don't go through that much training, that much influence, and not come out on the other side with some type of change. So now let me make another thing clear, too. I cannot walk away from this Siri and from this podcast without saying that everything that I took away from the clan was not bad. And I think that that's one of the main reasons why it was so easy for me to be swallowed up into the world of this ideology because the clan gave me validation. And I know I talked to you guys early in the series about this because this is one of the main reasons why so many people fall victim to becoming gang members and part of destructive organizations. Before I joined the clan, I was a little skinny nobody. I didn't have real identity. I didn't really have a place in the social environments that were surrounding me. When I joined the clan, the clan gave me a valid place, a a feeling of ownership, a feeling of belonging. And a lot of people don't have that. So that makes them targets for individuals to manipulate them, to make them feel like they have some type of value, even if that value is just being a puppet for somebody else. Sometimes some people would rather be controlled than left alone. And that's something that we have to take into consideration because the truth of the matter is the target right now, the aim right now is our children. So we need to be mindful about who we allow our children around, who we allow our children to be influenced by, what messages that we allow our children to hear and to see on television and to hear in the the radio. And, you you know, those are the things that we really need to be cautious in. And it stretches far beyond just their friendships because there are school teachers now, there are coaches, there are politicians, there are uh, community activists that are spreading messages that are damaging to our young people. There are individuals right now who are basically wolves in sheep's clothing, and they're waiting for moments to victimize people who want to belong. I tell myself all the time that maybe if I were a different type of child that the clan wouldn't have been so easy for me to fall into but then when i look at the wide range of individuals who eventually became clan members i realized that there was no walk that was safe there was no personality there was no identity that could not have fallen victim it would have just been a different avenue a different approach for sifu to 
grab a hold to. But the clan did make me stronger. The clan made me faster. The clan made me more able to defend myself, to participate as a a viable contribution to any situation. It was through the clan that I learned how to become more of a leader because Sifu had put me in charge of just about everybody. So through the growing pains of leading other people, I grew and I learned how to lead people. I learned what aspects drew people to your leadership. I also learned how to teach. I spent large amounts of time practicing my martial skills and I became a quite competent martial artist. In all honesty, there is so much that I learned inside of the clan that I truly believe that it outweighed a large portion of what I did not learn from the clan. I was never a reader. I didn't like to read books a lot. Sifu made us read. That forced me to become more inclined to pick up a book. There's so much that came from my time there, but none of it outweighs the damage that was done through the clan to both me and others. But I will say in all honesty and in all fairness, that if it were not for my experience in the clan, I would not be the man that I am today. Now, I can't say that I have not experienced other things that have helped me to grow because I have. But in all fairness to the situation, I gained a lot from it. You know, there's a a Christian philosophy that we hold true to that a lot of people don't teach anymore. And that is, is that there are blessings inside of suffering and every situation deserves a look on both sides. And I know that that's kind of difficult at times to be able to be in the midst of some type of storm and try to find the silver lining or the bright light. But understand that whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But not only does it make you stronger, but it should make you wiser because you should be smart enough not to enter that situation again if you can handle it, if you can help it. Because I know that some situations come to you without any type of contribution of your own. But situations like the Klan, situations like these destructive organizations that are out there right now, situations like gangs, those are a choice. And we have to choose to walk those paths. So I encourage anybody who has listened to this podcast, who is teetering on the line of feeling like you are not worth anything or that you need somebody else or some group to validate you. Understand, none of that is necessary. You don't need a single soul to validate who you are and what you can become. Today, I have accomplished more in my life than I would have ever dreamed of. And I have so many more goals, so many more aspirations that I am shooting for right now. And I refuse to fall victim to the ideology that I need to be with someone or a part of something to achieve those goals. Now, no man is an island. I understand that. And we all need somebody sometime. But what we never need to do, and I want to stress this, what we never need to do is become victims of another person's destructive ambitions just to achieve our goal. Never become a pawn for someone. 
And sometimes these people, much like Sifu, can paint the perfect picture for you. They can give you these illusions, these broad pictures of sunny sky and rainbow. But along with those, you sell your soul. Never fall victim to that type of attack. So understand that I I can't say that everything that I went through inside of the clan was horrible, nor can I say that it all was destructive. Yes, it was a destructive organization. Yes, people need to stay away from them. Yes, they don't need to be a part of anything like that. But if I were to simply paint just a negative picture to you of the entire process, then I would not be telling you the whole story. Now, in my final comments on the clan, I'll say this. Out there right now is a man, Sifu. He is a delusional, destructive, self-centered, conceited soul. If I were the individual or the type of individual to believe that he operated under possession, I would say that he is demon possessed, but I don't believe that. I believe that he suffers from a mental illness, but I also believe that this is the gateway for him to abuse, manipulate, and use other individuals. He is very charismatic. He is very smart. He is very likable, but he is very dangerous. And I say this to the world, and I say this to anybody who's listening that cares. There are more seafoods than just the one that I ran into. There are seafoods everywhere, every walk, every town, every state, and they are waiting for a chance to manipulate you. Sifu, the one that I was with for 10 years, is out there right now waiting to manipulate another person. He's waiting to bring another individual into his fold. He's waiting to destroy more lives. Don't let him. Don't let anybody. This is my plea to you. If you know somebody in your life, around you, anywhere, that has fallen victim to this type of violence, this type of attack, or if you know anybody who is teetering on the brink of falling victim to this, you need to grab them now before they become a statistic, before they become a victim. And if you know any seafood, if you know anybody that is like this man, do the world a favor and let somebody else know so that he cannot continue to destroy people's lives. We have to be our brother's keepers. We need to watch out for each other, look out for each other. In today's world, we need unity more than we need anything else. And this is one wrinkle in our society that can no longer go unchecked. So my final thoughts, the clan, it was one of the most horrible experiences of my life, which allowed me to experience some of the most important pillars of strength that made me who I am today. I will forever remember my time in the clan. I will forever remember the experiences and the people that I met. And I will forever remember Sifu. And I pledge my life to standing in the way of people like him. Well, all right. That's all I got for you guys this week. Um, I hope you enjoyed the series. I hope you picked up a lot of good information. Again, like I said, the efforts of the soapbox are to enlighten and to reach out and get people to think beyond the box. So next week, we're going to pick up on a brand new series. So you guys take care. It's been great. I love you. Peace.